0: In depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap.
1: Fourth Down in the Steel City. I have now forgotten what episode it is. Nine.
2: Episode nine.
1: But Colin Smart. It says it right above
2: your head if you're watching the video feed.
1: No way. That is what that says. Uh huh. Steel City, fourth down in the Steel City, episode nine. He's Colin. He's a smart one. I'm Adam. I'm just here for my looks on an audio podcast. Colin, before we dive into the nitty-gritty of the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Jacksonville Jaguars game coming up, yeah. and before we get into some Deshaun Watson talk, but not inundate you with Deshaun Watson talk, I had somebody arguing with me on social media that huh. dropped, first of all, they said actually, and then in a follow-up tweet, said my first name. And I feel like both of those things are fairly disrespectful. What say you?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Anybody that drops that, that's almost as bad as a pal or chief or, or one of those sort of things. But the actually, actually, Adam, that is a, I'm correcting you and I'm telling you, with 100% certainty that I'm certain that you're uncertain about this issue. That's what that
1: means. That's exactly what that means. And then I reply with a retort and I get hit back with, well, Adam, which it was not a respectful Adam. It was a, let me talk down to you, Adam. So I got it doubly from the same person on social media. That's almost like whenever you get hit with a per the last email, You know, that means, yeah, moron. I'm trying to get back to you again.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. As per my last uh, correspondence, I'll reiterate. That's Mm -hmm. another one. Reiterate is another one. Uh, Translation, I've already told you once, and I'm (laughs) tired of having to tell you any more times, and this will be the last one. Well, the thing that I hate most, dislike most, I really don't use the word hate, but What I dislike most out of anything is when someone tries to correct you and they're wrong. It's like, case in point, you think back in Steeler history, if you say, you're talking on your talk show or something, and you say, well, remember that time when um, Plexico Burst caught the football and spiked it and he was not down? And somebody will call in or text and say, well, that was Cedric Wilson, actually. No, no, it wasn't it was plexico burris there's nothing worse than when a corrector has the wrong information and you're right to begin with because then what it does it forces you to question yourself about the correct information for a moment yes It, it anybody that does that in real life i ah man that is my absolute number one pet peeve when someone tries to correct you and they're not correct
1: I'm with you a million percent. I cannot stand that. And it happened recently to me when Doran was hosting the show. I was with Doran by ourselves on the morning show last week, the week before, whatever it was. And Deontay Johnson got his contract. And I reported doing the headline that it was a three-year deal. And I had three people tweet me and say, no, 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 no. It was a two-year deal. And I had to kindly pull up the Steelers' own press release to remind them that they were all wrong. But you know what it did? The next headline I read, I was nervous. I just said, oh, it's a $54 million deal or whatever it was. Right.
2: You start to question yourself when you know you're right. Then you, whenever you're positive you're right, you triple and quadruple check it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: when you turn into A.J. Burnett and you go with the S-T-F-D to that person. Then then you don't feel bad about, about telling them that just shut the hell up.
1: The reason I bring this up is yes. to say that I am I'm really you guys are lucky that I'm here today. Um it was quite the blow to my ego. My delicate sensibilities were offended. I was triggered. And it's just a miracle that I was able to make it to this podcast today. Speaking of triggered, that's a word Deshaun Watson's like to use. And Deshaun Watson, this is crazy to me, Colin. What has happened here with Deshaun Watson getting the 11 game suspension now and I don't know how much we want to dive into it and get into the full meat of this on a Steelers related podcast here, but the thing that I've gotten a lot on social media is, well, you wanted to see Ben Roethlisberger succeed. So you can't say anything about Deshaun Watson. It's a total false equivalency. It's totally what about and it drives me up a wall. And this gives a platform to be able to retort to that. The Steelers. Had Ben Roethlisberger under contract, considered trading him, legitimately did shop him. There was a report out there that they almost agreed to a deal with the 49ers. Meanwhile, the Browns knew of 25, if not more, alleged sexual assaults and then paid Deshaun Watson 230 million guaranteed dollars, gave up draft picks to get this guy. It's not the same situation.
2: No, and The thing about it is I wanted Ben Roethlisberger. I advocated for Ben Roethlisberger to be suspended for at least a year. So that being said, I don't – there's no hypocrisy on my end. I thought the guy should have been suspended for a year, and I was perfectly – and you could roll the tape if you want – perfectly fine with the Steelers releasing him, if that's what it took. I thought that you know, even if it came back to where he won Super Bowl somewhere else, fine. Uh, But I thought the NFL was far too lenient on Ben Roethlisberger, just as I think the NFL is far too lenient on Deshaun Watson. Um, It is, this is just, this is bizarre to me that it feels like the protection of women is, and this isn't some like sort of woke cause. And I'm not somebody that stands outside places with a picket line or picket sign and tries to, and I'm not some advocacy group kind of guy. I'm just not. I take everything independently, case by case basis, but the need to intertwine this is something other people want to do. So I'll play along here. I it just feels like women aren't that protected all that much by the NFL whenever there are crimes against them or even alleged crimes against them or alleged crimes is enough here because we're not talking about a court of law. We're talking about a separate governing body, which is the National Football League uh, policy, you know, the the behavioral policy. So I, I just – I don't get it. I don't think that 11 games is at all enough. I think a nice round number is a season, and everybody can relate to a season, and you're gone a year. And the thing about, too, that one thing that people keep infusing into this who are like sort of pro-Cleveland people are, well, he's already missed a year. Well, he did it of his own accord. Huh. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, and he missed a year. And and this is one of the things I was arguing with people about on Twitter, Colin. The Houston Texans, I know Deshaun Watson didn't want to be a Texan. It doesn't mean he still wouldn't be in Houston right now if it weren't for the sexual assault allegations. They didn't need to kowtow to his whims. They didn't need to capitulate. They didn't need to move him. And who's to say Deshaun Watson actually wanted to leave Houston in the first place and wasn't just pulling an Aaron Rodgers? Hey, I want money. And I want to be happy with my money and I want to be paid as a top quarterback, yada, yada, yada. It's hard to go back and say what would have happened without the sexual assaults. But what has undoubtedly happened now is Deshaun Watson, and we can use the word alleged, that's probably the safe way to do it. Deshaun Watson allegedly sexually assaulted his way to Cleveland. He got out of Houston because they didn't want to deal with it anymore. He lands in Cleveland where he gets 230 million guaranteed dollars. And now the NFL suspends him not for a full season. He's going to play six games this year. If he stays healthy, that is remarkable to me that somebody could be accused of what he's doing and not just make it out. Right. Because we know money, we know means it helps you get out of these situations. We've talked about it before, not only just get out of a situation, Deshaun Watson has failed upward to the point where now he is in so much better of a situation, you can't even compare the two things. He he's, was in Houston with a bad roster, and now he's making $230 million guaranteed. Right, yeah, his he, name got dragged through the mud, deservedly so, but he's in a good spot.
2: He's failed upward where the monetary fine means absolutely nothing.
1: Nothing. Him. And nothing. it's
2: a gigantic monetary fine to... 99.9% of the American population. Uh, it's its wild to me. i We're going to look back on this situation and say, I, I don't understand. There's never going to be a time where you look at this and say, I understand how it happened that way. There's never going to be a time, no matter how far removed we get from this, we're never going to understand it.
1: You brought it up on the show today. I thought it was worth revisiting here on the podcast, but I'm not rooting for Deshaun Watson to get hurt but I'm okay if he does. I wouldn't lose a second of sleep if he tears his ACL on the first play against Houston. I wouldn't feel sorry for him for a second. And I can't remember the last time a player in the NFL, NHL, MLB, got hurt and I was watching or invested, and I didn't feel bad for the guy.
2: Vontaze Perfect. You know, there's a short list of people probably. Vontez, Perfect, Tom Wilson in the NHL. Mm -hmm. Um, I would think – geez I'm trying to think of it Jacob you know,
1: Truba that's about it
2: Jacob Truba there was a time in which I think if you're if you're pirate centric you think about Aroldis Chapman when he was kind of going after pirates great point uh, there was there was that guy he was kind of when Ryan Braun cheated the system he was sort of enemy number one um, and that was in the NL Central a uh, time in which you know the Brewers were kind of hated by the Pirates but really before the Pirates got really really good so Uh, for a three-year span. But anyhow, uh, there's not a lot. I'm not rooting for Deshaun Watson to get hurt, but I am where you are. It would be intriguing to see if he got hurt, especially if it was an away venue. I think he'd be the rare athlete, and it would be the rare instance, where if he got hurt, the away crowd, which would be the home crowd, his away crowd, the home crowd in that stadium would roar and clap and cheer. And it would be like you were in an alternate universe because, you know, you're supposed to have tact, you're supposed to have grace and dignity and all of those things, but he is shown to not have any of that. And so it's just, I liken it to what if Montez, what, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, he gets dinged, you know, against Cincinnati and Antonio Brown gets dinged against Cincinnati and those people kind of, they cheer. And their personalities or what they've done rose nothing to the level at which Deshaun Watson has done. I I think if Deshaun Watson gets hit and laid out at an away venue, the crowd would roar in cheers.
1: I think so. And the list is small. And even all of those guys, I never once thought about Vontez Burfik being hurt. I just wanted the Steelers to beat that guy because he's a loser. And I wanted him to not necessarily feel physical pain, but the, the pain of losing. Deshaun Watson, I want Cleveland to lose. Of course I do. Because the organization is proven to be second rate. Not that we already didn't know that in this instance. But also, Deshaun Watson, he's just an evil person. There's no other way to put it.
2: He absolutely lied throughout this charade. There's no question. To lie. He continues to lie. Uh, it would be interesting to see if he got hurt. To see if... And I'll tell you this, players are just going to play the game. They're just going to play football. That's their job. That's what they do. They're trying to win. I think on road trips especially, and maybe even some home games, uh, in in and around town or whatever, wherever he is, I don't think he understands how people are going to be out for blood. How the general fan who, in a way, has nothing to lose, Joe the Plumber, you know, Mike that's just some drunk guy that's a fan, that works maybe an office job, who, you know, we live in a climate where we're going through security checkpoints anyway. People run on the field, people fight and fist fight at games. I think Deshaun Watson becomes a real security issue this year. People are gonna be out for blood. We saw people last year, um, you know, didn't we see Jalen Hurts? You know, people just yelling at him and different things. We saw a different stadium, we've seen stadium incidences all over incidents, I should say, all over the, the, the major sports. We see it all the time. Uh, we see it at least you know, once a, a month maybe in one of the sports or at least a couple times a year where uh, somebody can't say no to the crowd and then you have a player in a game that's trying to climb into the stands or at least jawing and yelling and screaming or somebody throws a beer. And I, I don't think we're ready for what's going to happen in terms of people having, excuse me, real angst and anger towards this guy in venues.
1: I think you're right. There's two things I don't want to see, and we'll move on to the Steelers preseason game number two quickly here in in segment number two of episode nine, fourth down in the Steel City, but I don't want to see players dabbing this guy up after games, handshake, hugs, oh, this is my buddy. No, don't want to see any of that. Nobody associated with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll tell you what, I would be disappointed to see anybody shake that man's hand, bump elbows with that guy. And the other thing is, This happened when Baylor was going through everything that Baylor was going through with Art Bryles. There would be crowds that would chant no means no. I don't think there's any place for that kind of stuff. You want to boo to Sean Watson, fine. Boo to Sean Watson. Chanting no means no sort of takes, it it trivializes the pain that the women went through and brings it into a sports arena in a way that I don't think we need that to be. So I don't want to hear anything like that. I also don't want to see players dap it up.
2: I don't want players to, you know, be his buddy. It, it, you know, I think there may be some pressure from players to not commiserate with him. It's gonna, it's gonna oh, be real interesting, especially, especially Clemson players. You know, yes. that one's gonna be interesting. Or people from his hometown in, in and around the area where he grew up? So, man, it, it just once he gets back, you know, week thirteen or whatever it is, it will, um, it will be fascinating to see if he has any friends or if he's essentially just out there as a mercenary playing quarterback for a few hours.
1: I guess the other thing I don't want to see is the Deshaun Watson think piece that comes out after he wins a playoff game. Deshaun Watson got a second chance and turned his life around. No, 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 no. If Deshaun Watson has success as an NFL quarterback, it's continuing the success he's already had as an NFL quarterback. He didn't get a second chance at life. He got a second chance to play quarterback in the NFL, and he's going to continue to play quarterback, I think, at a high level once his body gets reacclimated to playing football. When Antonio Brown won the Super Bowl, it was, I saw a piece out there, and I saw tweets out there. Look at what happened with A.B. with a second chance. He wasn't a changed person. He was just still a good football player, and those are different things. People need to keep that in mind.
2: Mitch Trubisky's getting a second chance. Deshaun Watson isn't getting a second
1: chance. There's, that's correct. Those are two different things. And that's your transition so that we can get the hell off this. I didn't want to do this. I promise. I didn't want to do that, and then we did it anyway, and it's my fault, but that's fine. Ugh, Deshaun Watson. Up next in segment two, preseason game number two between the Steelers and the J.